young people are making a difference. They're making an impact. And if you're not catching that, you're missing out. The things that they're taking on, the events they're taking on, the leadership that they're taking on is working and it's changing our society for the better. It is not easy and the pressures are huge. We're going to find out more about that next with Emily Grimm. And the heat is on. Let's get cooking. This is Purpose Under Pressure. It's brought to you by the Ruby Group, Sandler Sales Training in Akron, Columbus, and in Jacksonville, Florida, serving sales professionals nationwide. They are one of the highest performing Sandler Sales Training affiliates in the nation. They will make a difference for you and your team if you will simply check them out and start a conversation at the Ruby Group. .sandler.com. This is Purpose Under Pressure. If you haven't had a chance to follow or like or give a review on this show, we've been doing it for three seasons now. You should know whether you like it or not. And if you do, uh, perhaps others will as well. So if you can give them a heads up that this is worth listening to, I would really appreciate it. And, uh, and I think they will as well. So click that follow button or like button or give a review if you have a chance. Welcome to the show. I am excited to talk with Emily Grimm. Emily is the Director of Membership and Marketing with the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce. She's also a liaison. She calls it liaison. She's, she's like head in charge. I'm not, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Emily. Uh, but she's doing great things with the Ashland Young Professionals. I want you to meet Emily. Emily, welcome to Purpose Under Pressure. Thanks for asking me. I feel honored. Well, don't feel honored too much because I'm going to put you through the ringer because I, I, I love talking with young people. Now, there's just something that young people are able to bring to organizations, to communities, but there's also a pressure that goes against them that I don't think people understand. And I think old folks like us look back and go, wow, that was something. But at the time, we didn't know what was happening. And so I think it's interesting to get your point of view on the future. And that's a lot about what we're going to talk about today, Emily. You ready for that? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm interested, Emily, in your purpose first. What are you here for and why do you walk the earth and why do you do what you do? Let's brag a little bit about you. I don't think you're going to do well at that part because I think you're extremely humble, but you're oh. doing great things. Let's <laughs> let's brag a little bit about what's great and what's going well here in Ashland. Thank you. Um, you asked me what my purpose is, and I think that I am a believer, and I think God put me here on earth to love people. And um, I grew up locally here in Ashland. I went to Mapleton High School, and then I went on to Muskingum University down in Southern Ohio. But um, overwhelmingly during my times there, I just loved people so much. I was so involved in different organizations, different leadership roles throughout both um, high school and college. And then when I graduated and moved home, I was looking for um, a job that truly gave me purpose. And I think I found it here at the chamber. I get to work with over 560 member businesses every single day here in Ashland and local surrounding communities. And it just kind of um, continues my passion that I had um, all those years ago with different leadership roles. Um, but now I get to do it in the community, which is on a bigger scale. And, you know, my at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I just hope that um, we're able to make a difference somehow um, to make Ashland a better place to continue the momentum that our community has. And that's just really, I think, why I was put here on earth. And, and I think it's interesting that you say, I think I found it. See, Ashland's pretty awesome and small towns are pretty awesome, but there are bigger opportunities and there are bigger jobs and there's more pay. And there's all these things, not even 40 miles away from us. And of course, across the country. Why are you happy here? 
My family's here and family is a big part of who I am. Family has always been here in this Ashland area. I've met my husband here. Both of our families are local. Now we have a 10-month-old son um, that we're so excited to raise here in this small community um, that's just bursting with things to do. And it's just a vibrant community. It, it hasn't always been, but it certainly has over the last few years. And we're excited to raise our son here in Ashland. Yeah. What are you most proud about your impact on this community? I can tell you love it here. I can tell you love what you do. What are you most proud of that you've been able to actually touch that is looking so much brighter here for Ashland? My answer to that would be the Ashland Young Professionals Group. It is a division of the Chamber of Commerce. So Ashland Young Professionals sits underneath the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce, but it's a program of the Chamber. Ashland Young Professionals is open to anyone. It, there's no membership required. There's no attendance requirements. It's if you come to one event or if you think something sounds fun and you have the courage just to show up, you're considered a member. And we love that about um, what we're doing. We're just trying to, you know, gain the momentum that Ashland has and just kind of let people know who we are, that we exist, that we are a free networking group for anybody between 21 and 40. And we we just encourage them to show up at an event that sounds fun and fits their schedule. I want to get in just a second to uh, the pressures that affect your purpose, but I want to follow up what you just said. I know a little bit about Ashland and a lot of communities are this way. The old guard is the old guard. And it, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like Ashland has been built by some really caring and trusted and respected businesses. And we've got a strong history of that. A lot of small communities do. But you know what? I don't mind saying it. We get old and, and we start to retire. We start to move on. I'm interested in what pressures it is for a young organization like yours or young people like you to find your way in a community that is so locked down. This is the way it's always been done. This is the people that have always done it. How, do, how can you crack that shell? I think that's something that we are continually trying to um, kind of combat with different things. You have the sense of, you know, this is the way it's always been, but then change can be good. It can be good. It can, new ideas can come about with new people, new faces, you know, the Young Professionals Group have a lot of that. Through the different events that we've held over the last year, you've kind of seen a little bit of that. And we're really proud from where we've grown a few years ago. We, we had just a handful of people and now we're, we're growing. We're, we're still trying to let the community know who we are and that we're open to the public. But, you know, I think the new faces are coming about with our group and it's been, a, it's been wonderful to watch their growth as well. Yeah. And let's talk about you. So you talked about your purpose and being here to love people. God put you here to love on people. And I'm interested now from a business point of view and a personal point of view, you're able to do that. But what gets in the way? This is purpose under pressure. Let's talk about the pressures. What gets in the way that holds you back or that makes you waver a little as you're just trying to do what you were meant to do? As an office here at the chamber, we talk about this a lot. We have grown exponentially in the last few years. You know, everybody mentions COVID. COVID did nobody any favors, but, you know, Ashland continued to thrive, even though um, we were facing such challenges in the world. It, we've continued to grow even more since in the last three years. But with that comes more work and 
You know, we're continually trying to outdo the events that we've put on over the last few years. How can we make it bigger? How can we make it better? How can we um, gain more momentum, even though they've been so successful already? So I think those small things of just, you know, wanting to continue the good works that we're doing and make it even better creates more work internally. And, you know, there's only so many hours in the day that we can touch on different things and you know, I say to my coworkers all the time, you know, I, I'm not sure that I'm doing something excellently because sometimes I feel like we have so many different hands and different things yeah. that are going on. And it's like, I can just barely accomplish that, but I don't feel good about it because I didn't have the extra time to devote to that. And I think that's a daily pressure that I feel. I know I did a good job, but I could have done better if I just had a little bit more time to spend and do it a little bit more excellently. Just something that I face on a daily, on a daily basis. And personally, I gave birth to a son about 10 months ago and, you know, adding, adding a new family member into the mix when it's just been Kyle and I for the last seven years, that's a another pressure. You know, I think working moms have a huge pressure on them, something that I've never understood before this moment. And, you know, while I, I do have a really great village that helps me um, raise him, it allows me to be at work, but definitely it's something that, that I challenge, I'm challenged with every day. So, so let's talk about that. So you, you, you want to do more at work. You need to do more at work. You've got this opportunity and this vision, this purpose, and yet life gets in the way, if you yeah. will. Yeah. How do you how do you choose? Because there's only so much a human being can do. Yeah. With excellence. How do you figure that out? You know, family will always come first, um, sure. but I do, I do have a fantastic family that steps up and helps in any capacity, um, which allows me to kind of be here present during the day. There's been times when a month ago, my son, he had RSV. So there was times when I was like, Amy, can I please work from home? Is that okay? You know, and, and we do have a really great office that, that allows for that. So just, you know, we talked about COVID and, and the ability to now work from home. That has been a huge factor in helping us succeed or continue to move forward, even though we have challenges every week or every day. The ability to work from home just has really helped a lot as well. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And it's amazing. You talk about, you mentioned COVID didn't do favors for anyone. Truth is, when we look back at it, if you look at it a little bit different, it opened up all kinds of opportunity. It did. I mean, I wouldn't want to ever have to go through it again. And I feel terrible for all the, 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 the hardship that it caused. Yes. But wow. I mean, if you look back at, at the things that, that young people were able to bring in, all the online opportunities and all these video podcasts and all these meetings and ways that business could get done and work from home and those kinds of opportunities really was amazing. So can you give me an example? Because I'm interested. I think other young professionals will share this story. And I think old dogs like me need to hear it. How does it make you feel? When you're trying everything you can, we're forcing you to overachieve, to climb the ladder, to do the greatest job at work. You've got a family to take care of. How does it feel when you end up at the end of the day feeling like you didn't accomplish excellence in either one of them? I think that's something I definitely struggle with. I because I I do put a lot of pressure to be excellent in everything that I do, whether it's work, family, Ashland Young Professionals, different groups that I'm part of. I always want to give them the best of myself. 
you know, and I struggle also to give my husband the little what's left at the end of the day. You know, you talk about being close to people and it's the people that you're closest with that often get the least of you. And so I really, really try to portion, you know, some of my best self for him at the end of the day, just because like life gets in the way, it it gets hard. And, you know, when you lay down at the end of the at end of the day, you just pray that you did good enough that you were able to accomplish what needed done for the day. I'm a big proponent of doing what I say I'm going to do. So if I said I was going to do something, did I walk through all the things that I said I was going to accomplish for the day? Did I email that person what they needed? So I, I sit at the end of the day in bed and, and kind of go over those things. If I forgot something, I do it the first thing the next morning. You know, you write it on the notepad at the in the middle of the night type of thing, but just kind of processing that and just knowing that you did what you could and you spent time with the people that are important to you. That's, that's what gets me through. Do you think that old folks like me do the same thing? You're not old. Well, yeah, I am. (laughs) uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm only a few years away from retirement. I'm an old, I'm an old, for the sake of conversation. Sure. The experienced leaders that are running the organizations that are hiring the young people, do you think that we share the same issues, go home at night feeling like we didn't accomplish everything we were trying to accomplish? Or is that something that you think young people struggle with because they're trying to get and find their way in this world and try to make things even better for themselves and for everyone around them? That's an excellent question. Personally, I hope that people think that way. I hope that people lay down and and think those thoughts at night just because, I mean, everybody's different, but that helps me process. It helps me to know that I'm living my purpose every day. So I hope that anybody at any age continues to do that. Yeah. See, I like that answer. And I think that you could have gone either way. You could have said, no, you guys have figured it out. We're trying to figure it out. And we're just like a ball of stress. But instead you went from the world of abundance and said, yeah, we're all trying to do more. We're all trying to be better. We're all trying to give more. And it's true. And it's very true. And I, I think it's different, though, a little bit in that that uh, there's a young there's the, the pressure of the young family. There's the pressure of of, you know, putting them through school soon. And you're wondering, are we going to you know, you're you're thinking some, someday we'll be ever be able to retire. You're thinking all these things. Yes. So I, I'm interested in, in your viewpoint of the team. We were talking a little bit before about how important your team is. And there's a group of young professionals here in Ashland that are just killing it. And you're a part of that group. I'll, I'll dare to say leading that charge. How much do you rely on them? And how much do young people need to rely on each other to move forward in this world? Oh, my goodness. My my board, if you will. I, I have a group of, I believe there's 12 of them now, and they are my backbone. Um, they are the, the breath of our organization. They help lead. They help make decisions. They're the people that come up with the events that we have. So while I get to be, in a sense, the face of the organization because it is a chamber organization. They are the people that really back me up. They are the people that are planning the events that you see us put on. They are the people soliciting sponsorships and, you know, just different partnerships in the community. They're, they're, they are it. And 
you know, our group has grown so much over the last couple of years and we have been able to take on different events. Um, I know you personally have golfed in our golf outing. Oh yeah. If I could even just talk about that for a minute, because the uh-huh. successes we have seen in that event alone, our first year in 2021, we talk again about COVID. This is the, the year when it was kind of, I guess, maybe on the decline, but you know, people were still hesitant to get out. And we had 14 teams in 2021, and we raised $2,000 at that event. Now, I guess I should back up and say, at the beginning of the event, we kind of let our golfers choose who the proceeds would go to. We kind of gave them three different categories. Would you rather this event go to help pets? We had um, children or elderly folks in the community. And while there's different events throughout the year, for children and elderly folks, everybody kind of felt like there was not really one specific large fundraiser throughout the year for pets. And so our golfers overwhelmingly chose pets to be the beneficiary of the first year. Well, then the second year rolls around and we kind of did the same thing. Everybody really still liked the idea of pets. So we kept it. And that second year we had 25 teams. So from 14 to 25, uh, the first year we raised 2000 last year we raised 11000 And then this year, you talk about another, this, this is our third year, we had 33 teams, we had 93 sponsors or donors or partners in some... 93. <laughs> 93. It's a lot. Let's of- not skip over that. 93 sponsors. 93 sponsors. Holy cow. Um, 33 teams, 93 sponsors. We had 40 volunteers show up to help and we raised $15,000 this year. See on the rule, only decision makers can get other people to make decisions. Each and every day we have a decision to make. Also, when we're with buyers in our sales process, we have a decision to make how we're gonna lead that interaction. And if I'm somebody that can make daily commitments and keep those daily commitments, then when I'm with buyers, I expect them to make commitments and keep those commitments to me throughout that sales process. So first and foremost, I have to have a decided heart in order to lead other people to make the decisions that I'm expecting them to make. So you went from two to, did you say seven or nine to $15,000? It's, yeah. In it, three years. It's been amazing. And, you know, we couldn't do it without my AYP planning committee. They are the people that I rely on to help me secure that. You talk about challenges too. When you're, when you're making sure that you're, you're registering teams, you're talking with your sponsors or your, your, the people that you have booked throughout the day to come perform some activity. You know, you have that constant communication of, Hey, I need to make sure I relay this to the teams. I need to talk with the person running this game. I need to make sure the food is good to go. We need to do this. You know, it's a lot of juggling. And I often feel like I tell Amy and Renee here in the office, like I'm not, I'm out for the month of August. Like it's hard to count on me for different things. So they, they often step up in, into my role during that month, but it's a lot and it's so much fun and it's so rewarding. And we were able to give those two checks out last last month. Um, we split that between the Homeward Bound nonprofit and the Cat House Feline Sanctuary. So 
this year, like I said, we raised 15. We gave each of them seven, but then, you know, if you're doing the math, that's only 14. So we decided to take that last thousand and buy physical items for the cat house and the okay. dog shelter. So we bought food and cat litter and different things to make up that 15. Okay. So here's the hard question. I, I can't wait to hear the answer because I don't know what it is. That golf outing has gone from zero to hero in three years, $2,000, $15,000 like that. There is a spirit that's palpable there. When you get there, you want to, you can't wait till next year, but I don't understand why it's a golf outing. I've been to 30 of them. They're all 18 holes and a bunch of guys drinking a couple of beers and right. And doing this thing. They're all very similar. What's the magic at the Ashland Young Professionals golf outing that's causing this unprecedented growth? I would like to say it's our committee who plans it. We're all connected to different people in the community in different ways. And so if I bring my my the people I know and if, you know, this person brings these people and this person brings these people and then all of a sudden we have this huge event. On top of that, you know, I I used to do golf outing planning at a previous job in my in my previous career. So okay. I, I have a little bit of knowledge of how golf outings run and what makes them successful. But what we try really hard to do is invest back into our golfers, whether that's, you know, we offer t-shirts and we played a different game this year where every single golfer won a prize of some sort. Mm -hmm. So if we can give our golfers value, if they feel loved and appreciated while they're there, we feel like we're able to rope them back in year after year after year, and yeah. they'll be with us for many years. Yeah. yeah, you've got it figured out. Giving giving back means that you get more. That's just the way it works. And, and I think that's what Ashland Young Professionals are doing. They're just pouring into the community. You're just pouring into people, living out your purpose, loving on people. And, and, uh, and the underground of this community is getting stronger and stronger and stronger, whether you realize it or not. I can feel it and it's amazing. And uh, I really thank you for it. What's next? What's the next level of pressure that's coming down on you as a young professional or even your organizations that you serve? What, what are we gonna have to overcome in the future? It's just the continually trying to get people to know who we are, get mm -hmm. our name out there, there's so many people that I think could benefit from the group, but they just don't really understand. And maybe it's, um, maybe it's the fact that it, it sits under the chamber. So people often think that there's a membership involved or there's, there's fees or there, I have to commit to making, you know, 17 events a year. And it's not like that. It's just simply open to the public at any time. And we, you know, we have members who come and go. There's members that only help with one event throughout the year or come to one thing a year or whatever their schedule allows, but they're still members of AYP. And we're, we're really proud of that. And we just want to help spread the word more. And we're continually doing that. We do, we, we volunteer for a lot of the United Way events, which kind of has really helped our reach through that. And we are able to kind of tell people who we are through that source. And that has helped our group grow a lot. And yeah, just, just different things like that. And I don't know if you saw, but this morning there was an article in the Ashland Source. AYP just formed our own charitable fund with the Community Foundation. Oh, great. And that has been wildly successful too. The community foundation was part of the reason why AYP started. The Ashland County Community Foundation gave us the seed money to start Ashland Young Professionals and kind of kick-started off the ground. Through the years, they have been 
our biggest cheerleaders, our biggest supporters. And this year they challenged us, hey, if you if you can raise at least 5000 with your golf outing, we'll, we'll start you up a charitable fund and you can put money in that throughout the year and you can give dif- different grants, write different grants or, or send money to different causes throughout the year. And that kind of helps spread our name, spread our cheer a little bit throughout the community as well. Yeah, you're never going to stop. I, th- I think it's this is this overwhelming uh, wave of enthusiasm and those kinds of things where the the old guard, let's call it the community foundation, the people who have been a part of this are pouring into the young. The young are taking the reins and leading, and it's a, a kind of a magical circle that's going on. And I appreciate your your part in that, Emily. If someone did want to know more about young professionals in Ashland, maybe even know more about you, the Chamber of Commerce, different things that are going on, how would they reach out and talk to you? Well, we do have a website, ashlandoh.com. Um, there's different tabs. If you're curious about membership, we have um, all the information about membership on there. There is a tab for Ashland Young Professionals that you can connect with us on there. On the tab of Ashland Young Professionals shows all of our upcoming events. You can also subscribe to our once a week email newsletter, which kind of debuts our events and different things we have coming up. And then you can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram. We try really hard to post at least once or twice a week of the different things we're doing, the different events we're hosting and things like that. You know, we, we have some interesting events that we are really excited to talk about kind of debut here in the next few months and uh we're excited to see where that goes folks did you notice that whenever i asked emily about her it always turned into about young professionals see that's what i want to share about our young a lot of people don't you think emily a lot of people say oh those kids today those young people today they don't want this they don't want that they don't get it it is so false Young people today, people in your generation that are trying to make a difference, are trying to make a difference for others. They're trying to support something good, some kind of a cause that means something to them, but that affects other people. And they're far more interested in what it means to you, to others, than to themselves. And that's who you are. And I really appreciate the way you shared that. I hope that people can see that in you. And I hope that people will look for that in others, too, because it's there. You just have to look and see exactly what's going on in the mind of young people. Emily, thank you for being a part of our show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad we did. This has been a great story, and I'm glad you told it. That's Emily Grimm, Director of Membership and Marketing with the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce. She's also the liaison with the Ashland Young Professionals here in town. We're so happy that she's our guest on Purpose Under Pressure, brought to you by the Ruby Group Sandler Sales Training. Sellers are under pressure to perform, and Sandler helps you succeed on purpose, especially if you're a young seller, man, they'll teach you how to do it right from the very beginning before you develop all those bad habits. Trust me, I know. So check them out if you're interested. You will find all past episodes of Purpose Under Pressure at brianmediastrategies.com slash podcast and wherever you stream your podcasts. We do this every week and we will see you next time on Purpose. <laughs>